Well, I better get going. Your show's almost on. It's officially overtime. Sounds like a freak of nature to me. Yeah, can't wait to meet him. Overtime with Lee Patterson, the only live local radio sports talk show in the Gila Valley. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. And now, here's your host for Overtime, Lee Patterson. that hard to turn the knobs? There's no knobs. Hey, how's it going? Lee Patterson, thanks for joining us here on Overtime, the final show of 2020, uh, mainly because there's not going to be any local sports until after the new year anyways, so we'll take a time off after today's show as well. I mean, doesn't mean I get to take time off, it just means I don't have to sit in this chair um, for half an hour on Wednesdays. It's all that, that's all that means. I still work full time. Although most people don't consider what I do work, but eh, it is what it is, right? Somebody's got to do it. Hope you're doing well. I hope that if you have been sick or are currently sick and listening on the radio, that you are uh, on the mend, uh, heading towards recovery, and are doing okay. Hope your Thanksgiving was well. And I, I just hope well, you know, everything at all well. Uh, we'll wrap up football season today. The postseason awards have been handed out, or the regular season awards have been handed out. We'll go over those as well. We'll start in a 3A football. In the 3A quarterfinals last week, American Leadership Academy Gilbert North beat Round Valley 38-15. to And the ALA Gilbert defense must be playing really well. The week before, they held Safford to uh, just a special teams touchdown. And last week, they held Round Valley to 15 points with their starting quarterback, Jack, Jack Reisdorf, being knocked out of the game and for the season in the second series of that game. Uh, so ALA Gilbert North will go at it this week against Snowflake uh, without their offensive leader in Jack Reisdorf. Snowflake, as I mentioned, beat Phoenix Christian 38-21. Howard, I believe Howard Russell is his name. Could be Russell Howard, now that I'm second-guessing myself. The running back, the athlete for Phoenix Christian, went off against Snowflake, but they could not, the Cougars could not stop the Snowflake offense. 38-21, Snowflake in the semifinals of the 3A. On the other side, it will be Push Ridge. In Push Ridge taking, or they beat Wickenburg 35-6. to Another solid performance by Push Ridge. Push Ridge has been solid all year. They have not had an off week all season long. They'll get a rematch with Yuma Catholic. As Yuma Catholic took out Thatcher 43-20, to as you heard here on KATO. Tim Slack had the call for that one out in Yuma. And I do have to say, Thatcher had... More than enough chances to get back into that game. Uh, when you go on the road and you forced five turnovers in the first half of a ball game, you're, you've got a chance to win, but you've got to score points. Thatcher scored zero points on any of those first half, five first half turnovers, and, and in the end, they ran out of gas. I mean, an offense like Yuma Catholic put so much pressure on your defensive pass, your 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 pass defense that you have to be almost perfect for the entire game, and then. 
when you're a team like Thatcher, who a bunch of the, bunch of the guys play both ways, you get a little fatigued. You just rode a bus six and a half hours. Um, sounds like I'm making up excuses. Not real excuses. They just it all plays into the game. And by the fourth quarter, it's the same. It's the same way that the Thatcher rush game wants to do to teams. They want to power past them in the fourth quarter. Well, UMA Catholic uses their speed in the fourth quarter. When when the defense is tired, those guys are even faster than they usually are. And they found open spots, and their quarterback, Richard Stallworth, found them, and, and they just ran for days. I mean, they really did. A lot of it untouched. So uh, Thatcher scared them there for a little bit. When Thatcher took the opening drive of the third quarter, 13 plays, and scored, that was that was as close as they could get. But that was the turning point in the game. The momentum started to to, to kind of tip the scale over to the Thatcher sidelines. but And then in four plays, Numa Catholic went 85 yards and scored, and, and then the game was over from there. Um, but I would say a better-than-expected outcome for Thatcher this year, in my opinion, in their first year in 3A. Um, so congratulations for and, and and another thing is congratulations to anybody that played football this year that completed the season. I mean, it's a pandemic year. Not everybody got to play this year. Some districts didn't even let their teams play. Um, Safford and Thatcher got seven and eight games. Pima got in six games. Um, Marinci played seven games. Their seasons didn't end how they wanted them to end, but you got more games than most teams did combined. So I would uh, I would say congratulations for that as well because it was obviously not a normal season. So those are the – let's look at the actual bracket. I'm looking at the scores. So let's look at the 3A bracket and see what the time, what times those games are. So it will be number four, Push Ridge, against number one, Yuma Catholic, on Saturday at 6 p.m. at Coronado High School. The other game is – it is a doubleheader. Good for them. Number three, ALA Gilbert North, and number two, Snowflake at 1 p.m. at Coronado High School. The championship game is Saturday the 12th at 6 p.m. back at Coronado High School. 2A football into the championship week as well. This is how their season's uh, games went last week. Uh, Obviously, number one, Benson got the forfeit win over number eight, Marinci. Number four, Arizona Lutheran got a 47-yard field goal as time expired to beat number five, Parker, 32-30. to Number three, Santa Cruz keeps on rolling. They beat number six, Scottsdale Prep, 55-6. to And the Redskins from St. John's, uh, the number seven team, upset number two, Scottsdale Christian, 22-21. And a big, big upset for them. So this is how it lines up in the semifinals. Number four, Arizona Lutheran takes on number one, Benson. At 6 o'clock at Higley, Higley High School. And the 1 o'clock game at Higley High School Saturday will be number 7 St. John's against number 3 Santa Cruz. That will be a good football game. Both those teams are power, power, power. Man, I might have to figure out a way to get to Higley High School at 1 o'clock on Saturday. I might want to see that game. Um, and then the championship game will be at Coronado High School at 1 o'clock on the 12th. 1A football season is over. Their championship game was last week, and they have crowned the Muggion Mustangs as the 2020 state champions. They beat Williams 38-30. Muggion ran the table this year, a perfect undefeated season, and it wasn't even close. 
this year for the Muggy on Mustangs. Let's take a look at their schedule while we're talking about them. Anytime a team finishes the season undefeated, that's a huge accomplishment. So let's see. They went. Uh, they only played six games. They, they played one, two, three, four, five, six. They were 9-0 and this year, including the playoffs, and were never even close in a game. They beat Desert Prep, Desert Heights Prep, forty-six to eight. They beat Mayor sixty to nothing. They beat El Capitan forty-eight to nothing. They beat Fredonia fifty-two to nothing. Williams forty-eight to eight in the regular season. Joe City forty-eight to eight or forty-eight to nothing. They beat Salmonwell fifty to six in the playoffs. They beat Baghdad seventy-eight to twelve in the playoffs, and then a rematch with Williams, a much tighter game this time, thirty-eight to thirty in the championship game. So congratulations to the Mustangs. And that, that's a little bit hard for me to say. I mean, because you go go back to your glory days, and uh, Muggione knocked us out of the playoffs in 1996 at their place by a score about as bad as they were beating teams this year. I think it was 48 to six in that game. Uh, Wendell Crandall and Nick Porter. If uh, any of you know those two from the White Mountains, those two were some of the best players that Muggione has ever had in their program. Just so happened to be the same time I was playing. They were much better than us at the time. So football season over in the 1A. A couple of more games in 2A and 3A. I guess while we're at it, we can look at the 4A brackets as well. They, last week, uh, let's see if were there any upsets. Number one, Casa Grande over number eight, Peoria, 47 to 30. Number four, Cactus over number five, Coconino, 41 to 7. Number three, Mesquite beat number six, Northwest Christian, 27 to 10. And number two, ALA Queen Creek beat number seven, St. Mary's, 40 to 14. So the semifinals uh, include at the higher seed, number four, Cactus will be at number one, Casa Grande. And number three, Mesquite will be at number two, ALA Queen Creek this Friday evening. So congratulations to the local football teams. As I said, they finished a, a season during a pandemic. Wasn't easy. Hats off to the athletic departments and administrations of the local high schools as well. And uh, now we wait for the, the winter season in January. When we come back, we will unveil the all-region teams and players of the year in each conference coming up here on Overtime. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to Overtime. Lee Patterson with you. Hope you are well. It's supposed to get cold. That's what the professionals say. So hopefully you are prepared for that. All right, let's take a look at the, first of all, the 2A San Pedro recognitions this year. We'll start with the top players. Um, we'll go to the bottom. The region, the 2A San Pedro Region Player of the Year comes to us from Wilcox High School, Oat Alsup. Congratulations to Oat as the Region Player of the Year. The Region Offensive Player of the Year is Devin Bowling from Benson High School. Oat Alsup also won the Region Defensive Player of the Year. And Chris Dieterman, the head coach at Benson, was the unanimous coach of the year at Benson High School. Now the first team all region. These will these will just be local teams. There'll be more than I read, but these will just be the local guys. Uh, Caleb Blair from Pima, first team defensive back. Tony Royball from Marinci, first team defensive back. Nash Hughes, first team defensive lineman from Pima. Gabe Osuna from oh I thought that was from Marinci. Jericho Sanchez from Marinci, first team defensive lineman. Caleb Barlow from Pima, 
uh, flex player, first team. LT Mori, the uh, Marinci kickoff returner, first teamer. Paul Daniel Moreno, a first team linebacker from Marinci. Owed Alsup, obviously a linebacker from Wilcox. Sean Hudman, the Marinci offensive lineman, is the first teamer. Adam Chacon from Marinci, a first team offensive lineman. Derek Sines from Marinci, an offensive flex player. Maddox Martinez, a first team wide receiver tight end. And that is it from this area. Second team, Austin Ashby, a second team defensive back. Nick Patterson from Marinci, a second team defensive back. Leland Thompson from Pima, a second team defensive back. Gavin Baca from Marinci, a second team defensive lineman. Case Lunt from Pima, a second team defensive lineman. Brandon Enriquez from Marinci, second team defensive flex utility player. Brody Brown, Wyatt Wiltbank, and Garrett Curtis all made second team all San Pedro linebacker. Uh, Caden Summer is the long snapper from Marinci. He made second team. Uh, Jace McKenzie from Pima, second team offensive lineman. Austin Nelson and Michael Casillas, second team offensive players for the Marinci Wildcats. Dalen Johnson, the second team quarterback. Grant Ashby, second team wide receiver. Tristan Sanchez from Marinci, second team wide receiver. Seth Russell from Pima, a second team wide receiver. And Patrick Chavez, the second team running back for the 2A San Pedro. So congratulations to all of those athletes. Let's see if they've got the whole 2A recognitions done. Uh, I don't know that they do yet. No, they're still waiting on the 2A Rayito to be able to do that. Let's take a look at the 3A South this year. Is that what they called it? Yeah, they did. So here is the overall players of the year. Region player of the year goes to Evan Lovett down at Push Ridge. I'm okay with that. Region player of the year for him. The defensive player of the year also from Push Ridge, Tyler Mustaine. And the coach of the year. In the, two, uh, the 3A South, Kent Middleton in his first season at Push Ridge in the semifinals. The region offensive player of the year goes to Thatcher's Mark Wren. That's kind of a no-brainer. He had almost 1,000. He probably did have 1,000 yards rushing in only six games at running back this year. So congratulations to Thatcher's Mark Wren being named the 3A South offensive region player of the year. Now let's take a look at the all-region first team. Trevin Gaylord, first team defensive back for Thatcher. Jedrick Chavez, first-team defensive back for Safford. Patrick Aranda, first-team defensive lineman for Safford. James Shumway, first-team defensive lineman for Thatcher. C.J. Scribner was the first-team kickoff returner for Safford. Michael McBride, Mason Underwood were both first-team linebackers. Christian Smith was the other first-team linebacker. Wyatt Larson was first-team long snapper for the Eagles, also played quarterback. Uh, Porter Henderson, Mason Lee. First-team offensive lineman for the Eagles, Eduardo Ogas, was the first-team offensive utility player. Mark Wren also made first-team punt returner. Nathan Macario was first-team punter for the Bulldogs. And Mark Wren was a first-team running back as well. Second-team, 3A South All-Region, Noah Bevin, second-team defensive back. Let's see, Mason Lee made second-team defensive lineman. C.J. Scribner, second-team linebacker. Brandon Napier from Thatcher made second-team defensive utility player. Uh, Henry Cortez made second-team offensive lineman for Safford. Brendan Gannett, a second-team offensive lineman for Safford. Coven Woods, a second-team offensive lineman for the Thatcher Eagles. 
Uh, Nathan Macario was also second-team place kicker. And who else? Jedrick Chavez made second-team wide receiver. Michael McBride made second-team running back. And Eddie Ogas was second-team running back as well. So lots, only two teams in that region for local guys. And they got... They got uh, tons of guys on the all region, and then honorable mention, long list of honorable mention, and and I don't want to take anything away from honorable mention, but these were the guys that were nominated, but were not did not get enough votes to get in the first or second team. So these guys did enough during the regular season to be nominated, but not enough to get enough votes to um, get on first or second team. These were for Safford, Angel Atencio, Jared Garcia, Fernando Gonzalez, Bryant Montoya, Garrett Pritchard, and Landon Schertz. All were on the honorable mention. For Thatcher, Declan Carlton, Braden Oliver, Nicholas Pusas, Jacob Rasmussen, Slade Shoup, and Levi Skinner were all on the honorable mention this year as well. And I don't think they've got the whole 3A. So you get a 3A region, and then you get a 3A conference. But the 3A conference obviously comes from everybody involved. And the 3A is still waiting on the Metro East, the Metro West, and the West to get their recognitions in for the season. So the big award uh, of all that would be Mark Wren's Offensive Player of the Year in the 3A South. And from the time that it was announced that he was going to running back, and the uncertainty surrounding that for many to now, what about the second guess? What if, I'm just going to say, what if he was moved to running back sooner? Is the kid the player of the year in the 3A? Maybe. So weird things, it's sports, man. It's sports, baby. And you just don't know. I do think he will have a chance to play running back at the next level if he chooses to. We're talking about Mark Wren from Thatcher. But you've really, I, mean, I think he's got the work ethic to do it and the athletic ability to do it. He just has to find the right fit now. I mean, I, I don't know if I'm him. I go to some place that I'm going to sit for two or three years. Um, or do you go to a place that you're going to play right away? And he's still learning the running back position. Uh, imagine when he is. Uh, when he fully understands and, and knows the running back position. Could be scary. We'll take another break here on Overtime. We'll come up. We'll come back. We'll wrap it up. We'll do a little preview of the promotions we've got going here at the radio station and ASU U of A schedule for the weekend. Coming up right after this. Welcome back to Overtime. Lee Patterson with you. A final show of the year 2020. We'll be back with you after the new year when winter sports here locally start here locally i should say um i wanted to talk about a before we got out of here i wanted to recognize a marinci high school wrestler uh, marcus morales signed a letter of intent with arizona christian to wrestle there he's the ninth marinci wrestler to go to the next level since 2016 he's a two-time state runner-up heading into his senior season this year so congratulations to Marcus Morales getting a chance to wrestle at the next level. Also, the Phoenix Suns, actually not just the Phoenix Suns, but the NBA has announced their season. It, it and it was and it's felt like they just ended because they did just end um, because of obviously COVID and the bubble and the playoffs and 
all that stuff. The season's there. The training camp started today, so the NBA's back at it today. Uh, that means Phoenix Suns basketball will be back on KATO. Let me tell you when. Um, they get a couple of preseason games. The regular season starts for the Suns on Wednesday, December 23rd at home against the Dallas Mavericks. They'll have a couple of preseason games uh, throughout the month of December, and then December 23rd, they tip off the season here on KTO against the Dallas Mavericks. So we'll have the complete uh, Phoenix Suns schedule for you here on KATO. Uh, this winter as well as they get back into action. The big signing with Chris Paul. In my opinion, the Suns gave up too much to get Chris Paul, but that's yet to be seen. I mean, obviously, if they make a deep playoff run, it's kind of like a rent-a-player, though. I mean, if in, they need to make a deep run for that to pay off. I don't know that the timing was right for them to make a deep run next year. Maybe they will. I mean, they went 8-0 in the bubble. I get it. They were the hottest team in the bubble. They just were too far behind to to get into the playoffs. But, I don't know, giving up three players and a first-round draft pick for a guy that's in his third contract in the NBA? Mm, maybe. Maybe not. Um, also, a couple of contests we've got going on um, on our sister station, Cat Country 94.5, on the Facebook page there. Go to their Facebook page. We're doing a 12 Days of Christmas giveaway. Bunch of gift cards for local businesses. Uh, that's Cat and Country, both spelled with K's, 94.5. You'll find the 12 Days of Christmas giveaway we're going there. And Operation Secret Santa, that is going on on our website, GilaValleyCentral.net. If you know a needy family in the Gila Valley, you can nominate them for uh, a plethora of different giveaways that we are doing. And we'll uh, talk about those right now. They are... A, a new heating unit from Advanced Air Systems. Um, a Christmas gift package from Man Mortgage. A freezer full of pork from Chase Fight at No Doubt Genetics. Carter's Custom Cuts and Valley Furniture. Uh, Harrelson Tire Company will be giving away a pair of new tires this holiday season. Trek RV will be doing a Christmas gift package and a second freezer full of pork courtesy of Maverick Motorsports, Carter's Custom Cuts, and Valley Furniture. Edward Jones will be giving away $500 gift card for a shopping spree at Thrifty Food and Drug, and Country Financial will be paying up to $300 towards somebody's utility bill this Christmas season. Great, great people. Um, If you run into any of those people in town, tell them thank you. Even if you're not needing this, I mean, that's just great for those businesses to be able to give back to the Gila Valley like that this year. And speaking of Country Financial, also on GilaValleyCentral.net, they are sponsoring Light Up the Gila Valley. They would like you to register your home that if you have decorated for Christmas, nominate your home, and there will be a map where people can drive or walk around and look at Christmas lights this holiday season. That will be all on GilaValleyCentral.net as well. So, that'll do it for me here in this uh, year 2020. We'll be back in 2021. Have a couple of weeks off of the radio. Uh, Get rejuvenated. Get refreshed. Hopefully have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And then we'll be back. We'll see you.